Hello, hello, lovely souls. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. How are you today? You're leaning into episode number 61, and it's June 21st, 2021. It is the day after Father's Day, and how was your weekend? How was your Father's Day? How was your weekend? What did you do? We uh, we had a busy one. I knew we were going to have a busy one going into the weekend. Saturday, we went to see our oldest son, who we have not seen in a year because of COVID, and it was so nice to see him, and our youngest son came with us, so it was amazing to see both boys together, because with a 15-year difference, they looked exactly alike. Um, so we did that, and then yesterday, we went golfing with my dad, um, so it was my husband, my dad, my brother, and I that went golfing, and then we had everybody over for a Father's Day barbecue. Whew. You know, you add all of that together along with eating as healthy as you can, being careful on the money front, because of course, I'm not saying money's not infinitive, it's just that you only have so much to spread out on every given period of time, right? And you also have that same amount of energy to display on any given amount of time. So today we're going to talk about systems, about saving time, energy, and money. I actually typically refer to um, to those things as currencies, but because today I am leaning into the book from Tim Ferriss, which is an amazing read. It's called The 4-Hour Workweek. There's so many tips and tricks in there. I highly recommend that you download this as an audio and listen to it. The actual book is fantastic as well. Um, but remember, we're talking about saving time, energy, and money, so why not listen to a book on audio while you're going for a walk, right? Why not blend the two together? But we, before we go too far, there's a couple of exciting things I want to share, and I'm going to get into this a little bit more throughout the podcast, but I do have some exciting news for you. A couple of things I've got rolling out. One of them, one of them is my self-awareness workbook. It's called Your Story Matters. And it is a way that you can really work through where you've been so you can understand where you're going. It is going to be an amazing, an amazing workbook. It's going to be set up as an ebook first. And that way there, you're going to be able to download it and use it as soon as you're ready. It's a three-part book. Super excited to be working on this and to the point where I can share it with everybody. I've been holding on to this one for a while now. And there are some other exciting, exciting things coming down the pipe, but this is going to be the first one for you. And then of course, there's going to be coaching available, mastermind coaching available for it as well, because we just can't get stuck in purchasing the book. How many times do you do that? I can't be the only one that's ever purchased things online, such as an ebook or an actual workbook or something, and then have done nothing even a course and have done nothing with the information, nothing. So, or it's taken me a while and I had to search for it and come back to it and circle back to it. So of course there will be a mastermind attached to this for that. Anybody that's interested in having a coach to work with them to help them get through the process, but keep your eye out. This should be launched. I would say within the next month or two, I'm hoping on sooner, but let's, let's aim for a month or two where you can get your hands on this copy, but definitely Definitely, definitely keep leaning into these podcasts so you can learn when you can get this ebook. Okay. It's going to be called Your Story Matters, a self awareness book. And it's going to help you understand where you're, 
where you're coming from so you know where you're going. In terms of getting unstuck, pushing past limiting beliefs. So that's one piece of news for you. The second piece of news is by now you all know how much I love to elevate and upgrade my life in every single way, every single day. And I try to do it fluidly. I try to do it where it becomes natural. It's just something I naturally add into my schedule in my life in my day. So you've also heard me talk about mindset, meals, movement, and money. And you know I'm certified in the mindset, meals, and movement, right? Between my life coaching, NLP, between the um, healthy eating and weight loss certification I have, as well as my personal training and other certifications within the fitness realm, I do not have any certifications on the money mindset piece or on the money piece. So I've recently signed up to become a financial advisor. What does that mean to you? A whole bunch of things. First of all, any information that I learn, you know I share. That in itself is a huge win. I share all of that through different modalities from the podcast to the newsletters I do to the daily lives. All of that information gets shared with everybody. That's my way of serving the community that I work with and anybody else that's listening. So I also have my personal story, which means going from broke a year ago to debt-free a year later. So this was um, earlier this year in January when I went through that. So now I've been six months still sitting in the debt-free sphere. And it's one thing like weight loss. It's one thing to be able to accomplish it once, but it's another thing to be able to sustain and maintain it. And so that means keeping an eye on your money. That means finding areas to save and finding areas where it can grow. That means investing in different things so you can create a future that you want. That means learning more. So I'm super excited to be taking this. It's going to be a little bit of time that I'm going to edge into my schedule into my life. But what this means is I can serve you a little bit more in the area of money, not just selling you insurances or helping you save and invest. Those are, of course, amazing areas where I can certainly help you. But my intention is to get the credits, to get the certifications and the credentials so I can help you holistically when it comes to money. Because as far as I'm concerned, money, calories, they're all currencies. Money, calories, time, energy, those all fall into currencies. When it comes to currencies, we want to be careful with how we're spending them. We want to make sure that we get the best results back, the best ROI. You know, if we're going to be investing in nine hours of our night sleep, of our day sleeping, we want to be in optimum health, right? So we can be able to enjoy the other hours in the day as much as we can and put our best foot forward. If we're going to be investing in calories in terms of where are you going to spend those calories in exchange for those nutrients, how are you going to maximize and optimize that so you're your best version of yourself? Same thing with your energy. How can you expand your downtime so you have the energy to share with everybody else when they are around you because they need the energy from you? And especially going back into this world where the world is opening up a little bit more and we have more access to people, larger sums of people more often than not. So we've gone from an isolation mode to an integration mode, practically overnight in essence, and everybody's excited to get out and about. And it really doesn't matter where you live 
some people already been out and about much sooner and their restrictions weren't as heavy. So they might not have as much of, what's the word I'm looking for? As much as of a bridge to help gap the two. Like for instance, my American friends, they've not been in quarantine. They've not been um, restricted without leaving their homes as much as they could. Like we have been in Canada, especially in Ontario. We've been pretty much under quarantine since December this year. And last year, December, 2020, we were out for a little bit, but only with major restrictions. And this was our first weekend where everybody was out a lot more, the beaches and things like that. I'm thankful that we're doing what we're doing and we're keeping our home base as a place where people can visit us. So I can have what makes me feel comfortable so I can give more to my friends and family when they pop in or when they come for a set visit. And for me, that is conserving my energy. So energy, money, time, calories, all of this is a form of currency. Currency is something that you get in exchange for something else. So how can you maximize all of that? Again, the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss is an amazing read. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But what I've done today is I've put together some information for you to help lean into to learn a little bit more about systems. So you've heard me talk about a morning routine and a nighttime routine. And actually, I'm not sure if I've shared my morning routine on this show or not. I might have to go back and double check. But an evening routine and bookends to the day and having a structured start time and an ed time. What's really important about having some sort of routine, some sort of structure is to help you save time, energy, and money. Have a routine and structure to your life and your bookends to your day. So what you're going to learn a little bit about today is you're going to learn about the two biggest issues most people have when trying to add systems to their life. Most of it's change. The two types of people that are listening in and why it's important for you to be one or the other, um, because that way you're going to learn a little bit more. The three questions you should ask yourself before you even thinking about creating a new system to your life, how to perform a time audit, which is kind of like a financial audit. Where's your money going? Where are you spending? Where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your energy? So how to do a time audit and how to prioritize things that do not save you time. Interesting, right? We're, most of us are working moms here. Most of us are having to juggle more than three or four things regularly throughout the day. What I mean by that is we don't just get up, take care of ourselves, feed ourselves, have a shower, and do what we want all day and all evening before bed. And if that's you, that's your lifestyle, maybe you want to skip this episode if there's nothing at all you can learn about maximizing your systems. But if you're looking to make any kind of improvements or upgrades in your life, grab your pen and paper and get comfortable. We're going to go ahead and get this, get through this chapter today, this story, this episode, whatever you want to label it, because you always want to ask yourself, are you wasting time, energy, or money when you're going through something? How can, my question I, I've been asking myself lately is how can this be easier? What would make this easier? So first of all, I forgot to say this. Happy Father's Day to any dads listening to this. I have some amazing men in my life, my dad and Tony, and they are both fantastic fathers. And I am so thankful that not only do I get to witness um, Tony being such a great dad, but 
that I've had the time to spend with my dad. And more importantly, my children are very connected to both Tony and my dad. And my girls get to see what a great influence these two men are, not just to them, but to people around them and to everybody in their community. So my hat goes off to all of the amazing men out there this Father's Day. And I know I'm a day late, but I wasn't. I was spending time with them yesterday. But anybody listening to this, kudos to you. You have a very tough job, different than mothers. But in some cases, it's very the same. Your expectations, you know, if you're a single dad and you've got to sacrifice um, money versus food versus choices because you're also paying support, um, or if you're trying to juggle it at all, you're going to get some tips out of this as well. You definitely are. Ready? All right. Now that I've been, now that I've been taking your time and just chatting. <laughs> now, you know what? This is what it's all about. This is what life is all about. It's like as if you're sitting there grabbing a coffee and just talking with a friend. That's what I want our conversations and our chats to be about. And I forgot to say, I actually had one of my clients, two of my clients pop in on Saturday morning and it was so amazing. They popped by and we just hung out for about 45 minutes and caught up as if we were old friends and we see each other on classes, but they came to the house and it was so, so nice. We um, safely social distanced in the backyard and we didn't hug, which was unusual, but catching up like friends do felt so, so good. Okay. So if I offered you something that would save you time, energy, and money, you would take me up on it, right? Without doubt, right? You would take me up on this because we're always looking for something to save on time, energy, and money. My goodness, when my girls were little, this right here would have been something I would have been searching for forever. I remember there were times where I just wanted a couple more hours in a day to get through everything that needed to get done. Thankfully, that shifted and my energy shifted and my priorities have shifted and my girls have gotten older. So that does help. But when you have three kids close in age, um, and you work full time, you really have to keep systems in place. Systems, my friends, is what's going to save you time, energy, and money. It's actually going to help you with your weight loss as well. Here's the thing. Systems in your life, you can also associate them with work, with your home life. You can bring these into routines and into your home. So don't think of systems as something that you need to do at work or through your work day. Systems is like a routine. It's another word for routine and structure. You likely have systems in place right now for a morning routine, and you may have some for getting your weekly groceries. You may have systems in place for different days of the week. Every day might look slightly different, but you get up and do the same things. There's a shower that takes place. There's meals that happen. You know, some of these structures take place regardless of a system. If you don't have a system, we should talk and create you a system. I definitely have a system every single day that I go through, and it has increased my life in terms of time management. I'm not guessing or pausing what to do next. There's very little room for that in my life right now. Occasionally, there is some space for that because that leaves creativity, but you might not be aware yet of the benefit of systems. And I'm not saying boring routines. These don't have to be boring. But we already have them in place. We're just not sure what they look like yet, or we're not adding things, events, activities to our systems. 
And that creates a bit of a problem when we pause and think, oh, what's next? What else needs to be done? Because remember, we're trying to make our life easier. So the whole goal of today's podcast is to save you time, money, and energy. And this is what happens when you put systems into place. You can create these systems to work on work on saving yourself time, energy, and money. And I say work on with bold and italics here because this is progress. This is not perfection. Your systems will elevate. Your systems will change. Your systems should be somewhat flexible. So my morning system typically is to get up, go to the bathroom, meditate, work out, water the plants maybe if they need to be watering if it's not raining out, then hop in the shower, then I get ready for work. And then I decide at that point what to do to start my day and then when I'm eating breakfast. So that is pretty much my morning system routinely. The type of workout I do is different every day. Okay, but the meditation Monday to Friday doesn't change. The meditation on the weekend looks different. But the meditation Monday to Friday doesn't change. That is the first thing I do every day. And whether I'm going for a walk, whether I'm going for a workout, that movement in the morning is there. It just looks different on different days based on my schedule. But I'm not hesitating as to what I'm going to do. It's which one am I doing first or which one am I doing today? And that's having a system in place. So if you find yourself struggling for time, if you're constantly dashing from one task to the other, or you feel like you're wasting money in certain areas of your life, chances are you need more systems. And everybody can learn something from this. These systems do not have to be complicated. They can be very simple and they should be very simple. Having them make, having systems make a big difference in your life. And I can definitely share this through experience. I didn't start off meditating in the morning. And I loved morning exercises. I always have. But with my ankle injuries and I needed some time to recover there, it took a while to come back to that. But I didn't know just how much of a problem lack of systems played in my life or in all of my listeners' life. When I mentioned the acronym SYSTEMS, SYSTEMS means save yourself time, energy, and money. That's what it boils down to. And when you're, not, when you're to stop and think about systems, a lot of people have asked me in the past, what are systems and what do they look like? What is routine and what does it look like? How can you create your own? And how do you know which areas of your life that you need a system? These are some of the comments that I've received from some of my listeners that have come in through email. So reading through these emails certainly opened my eyes and I remembered how I've used systems and routines in my life now, how I use them now versus how I've used them in the past and versus in my past where I didn't have a system and a routine. But I have recently built them in and they have sustained and they have upgraded and elevated my life, both my home and my business. I wouldn't be able to add new projects to my life if I didn't look at my business and my life as one. Fellow entrepreneurs with families, listen in. You should have one calendar for everything. That calendar should be color-coded, but you should see what your blend of family and life and business looks like in one spot. 
and it's very tempting to have more than one calendar. But this is you managing more than one thing in your life. To be an effective system master, start by merging everything under one calendar. And what, what works for me is my Gmail calendar. Sorry, my Google Calendar. Why I like my Google Calendar is it updates everywhere I go. It shows up everywhere I go on my phone, on my laptop, on my iPad. I can log into anybody else's computer. People can use my Calendly to book, and it's automatically updated. I live by my Google Calendar. That is one of my systems that keeps me prepared. Now, what I've learned to do with my Google Calendar since then there's a task that needs to be done, I will put an assignment in for myself to do an action plan. And then I will pause and take a look at all of my assignments, what I want to get done, which areas of my life I'm working on pushing forward now. And it might not be what you think to get to where you're going. More on that later. But I work on those assignments and those tasks now. So I know that there's an end date. So I know what I can do in the future. We're not going to get into too much detail here. But one of my modalities, one of them, is my Google Calendar for everything. My job, my business, my personal life, my family life, my personal projects. Everything goes in there. Because it means when I have downtime, I have downtime for all of it. Not just for one area of my life, for all of it. <sighs> Take a breath. Ready? We're continuing. Okay. How many of you feel too stressed and overworked and never feel in control of your day. I wish I could do certain aspects better, but I have no idea where to begin. How many of you feel like that? Where you feel like you want to be able to do things better, more efficiently, but you have no idea where to begin. This is exactly why I'm putting this together for everybody today, to show you how to create your, your own systems and how to get started. But more importantly, how to decide which areas of your life need a system. Again, it might not be what you think. And it can, there are so many different ways of creating a system. But a problem for a lot of people is they don't know where to start with anything. They know they want change. They know they need change, but they don't know where to start. But a problem for a lot of people is they're just creating more work for themselves because they don't have a system in place. They assume, people assume, that if they have systems everywhere, it'll make their life feel easier or routines everywhere. Or if they're that structured and you know, those people, those people, they don't breathe. It's not like they're excited and they're going through a podcast with high energy like I am and not pausing to breathe because they're excited. These people don't breathe. You know, their shoulders are up by their neck. They're always on. They have to go on and on and on and move quickly. You know who they are. You can spot them out in your friends list because I'm sure You've got one of those at arm's length. I'm sure you do. Here's where you're going to ask yourself before you go too far in today's system creating process. Three questions you want to ask yourself before breaking into any kind of system. What is the major problem that you are trying to solve? That is the first one. What is draining you the most? And a part two of that question is what is frustrating you right now? What do you want or need to be easier in your life? That is the third set of questions. So I'm going to repeat those just so you have them. What is the major problem you are trying to solve? What is draining you the most or repeatedly frustrating you? 
And the third part is what do you want or need to be easier in your life? Take a minute. Think about those. Write them down. We'll circle back to them. It is okay um, to definitely pause here and to just think for a minute of those three questions. Pick one. What is the major problem you are trying to solve? Is it your bank account? Is it the fact that you no longer want to live paycheck to paycheck? Is that draining you? Is that something that wants to be easier in your life? Or is it the fact that you never know what to eat and you end up spending money going out for dinner, which means you're ruining both your personal goals of weight loss and health and fitness, wellness, and your financial goals of trying to save or pay off debt or whatever your financial goals are. So think about that. Come up with some ideas of where you want to start. Ask yourself, what would make this easier? That is one question I want you to apply to your day. I write this down every single day. How can this be easier? And then I start brainstorming on some different ideas throughout the day. What could, what could make this easier? What kind of workflow can make this easier? So a workflow, which we talk about in our entrepreneur or our business life can be also implemented in our personal life. Workflow is another word for systems. So what is the major problem you're trying to solve? A system isn't meant to feel good, but to solve a problem. If you're looking for more time, have fluid activity that you go to from one activity to the next. That is going to help you solve a problem. It needs to heal a pain and the greater the pain, the greater the need for the system. So really lean into that first question. What is the major problem you're trying to solve? So my inbox, my inbox causes me pain. Actually, it doesn't cause me a lot of pain, but it would cause me a lot less frustration if I didn't have 10,000 unread messages in there. That is one of my projects. That is not a top priority project. I'm leaning in to share with you guys some of the things that could be so simple that you might not think about. When it comes to putting laundry away, is it a chore? Because you have to make room for the clothes to put away that you just washed that were in the closet last week? If that's a problem, write it down. I've been there with three kids, three girls, and a lot of clothes. I hated putting laundry away. It was a chore because I didn't have the right spot to put everything. I just didn't. So that had to be changed. It got changed. You're probably wondering, how did it get changed? I'm not going to go into some deep personal stories with everything. I invite you all to reach out and set up a time when I can answer some of these questions with you. But you know I've walked the walk here, guys, because my girls are older. They're in their 20 now. They're in their 20s now. They will be this year, all of them. So think about what causes you the most pain. Um, going through my inbox at 10,000 unread messages, yes. I scan through them. Yes, sometimes I miss them. Yes, that means I could be missing something majorly important. So it would be really great to wake up every day to an inbox that I get to clean out every single day. How good would that feel? How easy could that be? Could I just simply set up another inbox or move all of my old messages right now to an old folder and start fresh today? Yep, you could. That would make it easier, wouldn't it? I could start today with a zero inbox. How good would that feel? I'm not getting rid of my old ones. I am moving them to another folder until I have time to get to go through them or hire somebody that can go through them. What? 
Why would I spend money on that? Because there's probably money sitting right there in my inbox. There's probably opportunities, money, questions sitting there in my inbox that I have not had a chance to get through yet. And you're probably listening to me thinking, wow, she's got 10,000 unread messages in her inbox, but yet she is a wellness coach. Yep. I'm a wellness coach. Yep. I keep a lot of my plate. Yes. I like to keep my life full. A healthy fullness is what I'm leaning towards. This isn't what I'm good at. Clearly, I am good at making people healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am good at helping people upgrade and elevate their lives. I'm never, I've never once said I am good at clearing out my inbox. So that's a matter of expectations. And those expectations we carry on ourselves for ourselves and we carry on ourselves for others. It's called judgment. Release it now. Release it. Let it go. Because there's no room for you to hold on to that judgment. It's not going to serve you and it's not going to serve others. So what is draining you the most? What is repeatedly frustrating you? Finances, laundry, cleaning the house, cleaning the car, your own inbox email. I'm using myself as an example right now. Recognize what is consistency, consistently causing you pain. Are you not looking at your finances every single week? I have changed my action items on my Google calendar. So I heard, I shared with you earlier today that I use my Google calendar for everything, but I've changed it to money matters. A CEO knows where her money goes. Even if I'm just a CEO of the house of my personal finances, I still want to know where it goes. I should be looking at this. If money matters to me, I should be looking at it every single day. I know it's in my bank account. Did you guys know that Oprah Winfrey writes her own checks? She knows where her money goes. There's no reason I shouldn't know where my money goes, right? If, if that's a priority for me, then it should be a focus point. It should be on my calendar so it gets done. What is it that drains you? Is it your finances? Do your finances carry a big weight because you don't know what you can and can't spend? Because you don't know if you're saving for the future. Because you don't know if you can afford groceries this week. Because you don't know where you should be spending your time. I can talk about finances forever. This is why I'm taking the financial advisor course. Laundry. If you have young children like I once did, and laundry was a big deal. It wasn't a wash laundry on the weekend kind of deal. It was wash laundry almost every night kind of deal because there was so much of it. If that's too much for you, how can you make it easier? What can you do to change that story? Cleaning the house, cleaning the car, owning your inbox. Cleaning the house is the last one I'm going to put an example on, but cleaning the house can take anywhere between two to four hours, depending on how big your house is and how often you clean it. You can maximize your time. If you don't have the resources, you can put a podcast in and do some personal development while you're cleaning the house. But if you're an entrepreneur and a mom and a wife and you have the resources or can possibly look at your finances regularly and as a reward, create the finances, how much would that two to four hours every two weeks save you? Would that give you time with your kids? Would that help you with your partner in terms of getting a household project done? What would that look like to you if you brought in a house cleaner? Is that worth it? Okay. So now that you know what is constantly causing you the pain, 
you need to know what would be easier. So what feels broken? We've just talked about some of the areas that feels broken. What do you have to do that is largely out of your control, but you know if you could fix it, it would make a big difference? So getting the kids to school, getting the kids to bed, getting yourself ready in the morning, your bookkeeping, paying your monthly bills. What could be easier? Especially if you know you have to do it, but it is largely out of your control. But if you can find a way of fixing it, it would make a big difference. If you find that is something that is broken and you know what is broken, you need a system. So many people embrace systems kind of like they do a weight loss challenge, kind of like they do New Year's resolution. They're on track for a couple of weeks and then they're off. And you know why? It's accountability. When we don't have accountability in our life, when we don't have that coach to work with, we don't see the need to stay accountable to ourselves. We don't. We are normally the last on our own priority list. It doesn't matter who's listening to this, man, wife, father, mother, entrepreneur, non-entrepreneur. You are typically the last person on your priority list. I've learned that about myself. So I've asked for help in that area. The reason this is happening is because we don't solve a big enough pain. What I mean by that is if the doctor were to say to you, you have to lose 30 pounds or you're going to die. Do you think you're going to lose 30 pounds? Absolutely. Do you think before you went to see the doctor that day that you knew that you needed to see to lose 30 pounds? Absolutely. However, until the doctor said you need to lose 30 pounds or you are going to die or it's going to cost you X amount of money in diabetic medicine and you can't afford it or whatever that story goes to, whatever that conclusion goes to, that just made the problem bigger. That just made it more of a problem that needs to be solved now. Why would you wait? Why would you postpone that? You postponed it for a reason before it wasn't big enough. It wasn't a big enough pain. So you don't want to put a system in place for this, the sake of it, just for no reason. You want to focus on what is causing you the biggest pain now. And I've said this before, but it's kind of like moving the biggest rock out of your life. The one thing standing in your way. And for some of us, it's limiting beliefs and we don't really know what that rock is. Um, again, lean in to get some help on that. If you don't know what that big rock is, procrastination could be a big rock, but there's an underlining reason why. Maybe you've just never tried anything different. So now that the pain is big, now that we know it's a life or death situation, we're certainly going to do whatever we can to lose that 30 pounds, aren't we? And we're not going to say it doesn't work because our life, our life is on the line. But my friends, our life is on the line every single day. We're not promised tomorrow. Not at all. So if we want to make the most out of every single day in a relaxed, enjoyable atmosphere, if we want to bring that kind of environment to our lives, we should be working on something every single day. Don't just put a system in place for the sake of it, though. Have a purpose and remember that this is meant to upgrade and elevate your life. So the problem is with prior, um, prioritizing. And, and prioritizing isn't easy for everybody. It is another problem people have. And again, if you need an accountability coach, have an, get, a, get an accountability coach. Get somebody to help keep you accountable as you're going through this process. 
and then scale back. So maybe start working with a coach every week or every two weeks, whatever your budget allows and find a coach that will do that with you. I will. I meet you where you're at with your time and your finances because working with a coach, it's going to help you stay accountable. And then you can have a check-in point once a month, but you might not want to get to that point because you know, this is what you need. And this isn't about selling or, or serving. This is about helping you make a difference to your life. So the best place to start where it comes to time, energy, and money is ask yourself these three new questions. Can it be eliminated? Can it be automated? Can it be delegated? And that is the same thing with the inbox. That is the same thing with your bills or paperwork or mail that comes in. Can it be eliminated? Can it be automated? Can it be delegated? Can you automatically pay your bills every single time they're due? You can log into your bank account and have those bills get paid on your payday. Could you put money into your RSP account right away or have it come off work? Absolutely. There's another book I read. It's called The Latte Factor. And there's a great story on that as well. Um, And again, I'll be able to be certified and be able to help you guide through all of this in a couple of months. But if you're looking for some additional help now, let me know and I can point you in the right direction to get some extra support. Can it be delegated? Absolutely, it can be delegated. A house cleaner can come in. What if you brought an au pair in or um, brought your mom in once a week for a couple of hours while you go pay your bills by yourself, but make a routine out of it? What if you worked out, paid your bills, grabbed a latte, came back refreshed and recharged because you got out into the community, you took care of yourself, and you paused? And then your mom got quality time with your kids whatever it looks like to you. What if your husband did that instead of your mom? Or what if your best friend did that for you? How can you make this easier? How can this be delegated? And I'm not saying you don't do the work. What if you signed, I don't recommend this, but what if you have somebody do your bookkeeping, the day-to-day data entry stuff, but you look at your money on a regular basis and you pay the bills and you sign the checks, but somebody else does all of the data entry for you because you're an entrepreneur and you're busy. Anything that you are putting off doing right now, those are the things I want you to pause and think about. And where I said earlier that it might not be what you think, leave that open for interpretation. So in my office right now, in in this particular office that I'm sitting in, that I spend nine plus hours a day in because of my coaching and my job and my business, um, yes, I float throughout the house, but I have a lot of books. And I thought the other day I was going to go through and eliminate a lot of these books. I eliminated maybe 20 books out of my collection because I have a reason I'm going to keep these books. They, they were for a point of reference, but I did clear some space, which means I can make more room on my shelves, which means I can rearrange things a little bit to make some of the space look less cluttery. I don't think cluttery is a word, less cluttered. And because I'm in this space all the time, I am ready for a major shift in this space. I cannot have the cluttered feeling. The bed that serves as a spare bed, um, which one day will be a futon, that in itself, I can't have anything on there because that looks like clutter to me. And right now I was going through my clothes in the other room, figuring out what fits, what doesn't fit, what serves, what doesn't serve, what fits my brand and what's working for me now in this season. And inviting myself to circle back and to do this again in the fall and what works for me in that season. And maybe it's not quarterly, 
but maybe it's twice a year and you do it seasonally, summer and winter or spring and fall, whatever it looks like to you. So I have boxes on the bed. I have my books that came in that are on the bed in a box. I have a basket full of samples to give to clients on the bed. And I have a piece of artwork that I've done on the bed, some painting that I started to do. For me, that looks cluttered. Again, I'm sitting in this space for nine hours a day. Lack of clutter means I can focus more or I don't have to look at what needs to be done or picked up or put away. This room probably has the most clutter than anything in the house, as far as I'm concerned. And it may not even be bad for anybody listening in, but for me, it's not serving me right now. I'm sitting in here and I'm like, ooh, this should be tidy, this should be tidy, this should be tidy. Because I've got creative ideas everywhere. But it's not the look and appearance I want for this space anymore at all. It needs to change because I've grown. The same thing with you. You've grown. So what may have worked for you in the past may not work for you now. So the first thing you to consider is if you can eliminate the pain from your life altogether. I couldn't eliminate my email problem, for instance, but I can eliminate the problem with it on my phone by deleting the app, which I'm not going to do. But that is a way I can eliminate it on my phone. I shared with you earlier, just by saying this out loud, I could easily create a new um, 2021, June 21st, 2021, everything forward, new emails, everything forward and clean that out daily and then go back into and clean up everything before. Maybe at the beginning of every single year, I will do a new folder for that year. How about that? Create an email folder for 2021. And... Wouldn't that work? Yeah, okay, so I would have six months worth of emails right now if I left them all in one folder and got rid of everything else. But I'm not getting rid of them. I'm just moving them to a different spot, sight unseen, where I don't have to see it right now. But then I can go through and check every day and work on a zero inbox. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That would clear space. My books here. I could go through and put more of them on one shelf, move the magazines down, move my Oracle cards down. I can make it look different where maybe, maybe it'll clear up space where I can move things over. So what can you do to either eliminate or automate the process? Even if it's just part of the process, what can you do to delegate the process? You know, can you use a dry cleaners? You know, I know my girlfriend, she doesn't have um, a, dry, a wash machine right now. And she's been going to the laundromat and it works for her in her life. But what if your life was a little bit busier? Would it make sense to use a dry cleaners and have them wash and fold and deliver it back to you? Absolutely. This can work in all different areas of your life. If you meal plan once a week and you know what you're eating, you could eat ahead of time. So you're not craving and eating food that you're not hungry for, right? Because you're ahead of your hunger. This is going to help you in so many areas of your life. Okay. So if you cannot eliminate or automate it, can you delegate it? Can you assign it to someone on your team? Can you give it to one of your partners to do? At home, can you get your other half to help you or to take on this role? Or maybe you can delegate it to the kids. Or if something passes through each of these questions and still remains, then this is what you should prioritize to build a system around. Whatever that's, that thing is, whatever it is. So systems have certainly changed my life and they have helped. Journaling, 
Journaling is such a simple system and I journal for everything, but it's effective. If you start each day journaling, it saves time and energy because you begin your day with clarity. That's exactly why I meditate every single morning. I'm being proactive. I don't respond or react to situations as they appear. I pause and reflect. Completely different approach. So journaling is a great system that helps change my life. And asking myself questions. I know I can't control life. And I know there will be times that I get stressed. But I've built a system to to preempt this by creating a lot of questions to ask myself in the moment where I might feel frustrated. If this is who I want to be, if I am living my future life and this is who I want to be, how would my future self act? My cat is snoring. It is so cute. It is so cute. She's on the bed snoring and it distracted me. So as I'm thinking of my future life and my future self, how does that future self react to this particular situation? That's a question I ask myself. How could I act right now? What would happen if I could do it differently? What would make this easier? What if I saw something from a different person's perspective? Ask yourself questions before you put your systems in place. I don't remove the stress from my life with these questions, but I definitely push past them a lot more quickly when the time arrives. And then I put systems into my life. So I know we all want to save time, energy, and money at work and at home. And we rarely seem to have enough of them. We seem to have nearly enough calories as well when it comes to eating the foods that we love, right? But creating the right systems can certainly make your life easier. Does the system make my life easier? Is one of the things that you want to ask yourself once you've created a system. And you want to find a system that serves a purpose for you. And that relieves you of your point of pain right now. I am always searching for new systems that work. And these systems I add into habits. So these systems become my routines. My routines, anything I add new to my routines, I call habit stacking. So I add one new thing at a time into my routine, into my habit. And it's going to stay there because it's built into two things I'm already doing anyways. That's what works for me. What can that system be? It can be whatever you want it to be, but you need to know where to make that start first. What is causing you the most pain in your life right now where you want to make a change? I know today I'm going to do the, the inbox move. I am definitely going to create a new inbox, whether it's for 2021 or whether it's for um, January or June 21st, 2021, because we're halfway through the year. So I might do this halfway through the year, but I'm definitely going to create a system here. You know, is my email a big part of my problem? No, it's not a big part of my problem. It's not a big rock that I have to move, but would it make me feel good every single day to know that this is finally under control? Absolutely. And it doesn't eliminate the 10,000 emails that I have unread but it's going to prevent that number from getting higher. And then I can work towards bringing that down quickly. So that's my one plan of attack for today is my email. And another thing I'm going to do is move my books on my shelf so I can rearrange a few things on the fireplace. Simple things that are going to happen in this, in this, the course of today or this week for me in terms of upgrading my systems. But once we clear space, 
Once we've identified what needs to be worked on, we then can create the space to do the work. Whether that's physical space, it's space in your calendar, or it's space in your mind to think. That's it, my friends. Thank you so much for participating today, for learning a little bit more about systems, and for letting me share my enjoyment and my joy of both the work, the, the upcoming workbook and the fact that I'm leaning into upgrading and elevating my life on the financial spectrum. Super excited about this, and you're probably wondering, like, why? But you all know my three goal posts. Elevate energy. Uh, that's not true. I was just seeing if you pay attention. Achieve time freedom. Balance energy and elevate finances. That's exactly what I'm trying to do with my life. And I am living my best life now, not waiting for retirement. Why would I wait for something that I can't predict? I am creating my best life now. And going back to what happened when we were in school, if you want to get better at something, you got to work on it. In order to work on creating my best life, I'm going to be working on some new systems for my life. And I hope you join me with this. Thank you so much. Once again, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. Stay tuned for when we have guests on the show. They will be coming up super soon. And have yourself a fantastic week.